0: What's happening, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Final Score podcast. Uh, looking forward to this one because uh, we'll talk to uh, Joe Poles, uh, the now former coach at Walkersville High School. Uh, Joe announced his uh, retirement uh, from coaching football. Uh, he'll still be a teacher at Walkersville, but, but this week he announced his retirement from coaching football. After 29 years on the job, uh, 18 at his alma mater at Walkersville High School, uh, including 14 as the head coach. Uh, so we'll talk about uh, uh, Joe, we'll talk to Joe about his uh, great run at Walkersville, which included the state championship uh, in uh, 2016, a very memorable run to the state final in 2015, and then maybe the best team Joe has ever coached uh, in, in, in uh, 2017, uh, lost in the regional final in a very memorable game to Damascus. So uh, we'll talk to Joe about his great run at Walkersville in just a couple of minutes, and. Uh, my colleagues here at the FMP uh, join me. And, John, we were just talking. You made a great point that, that Joe had coached under her m- many other uh, very well-known Frederick County coaches.
1: Yeah, actually, when he uh, started his coaching career, it was at Victor Cullen Academy, uh, which doesn't ex- or the program doesn't exist anymore. But he coached under a guy named Dave Dolch, who was a legendary coach in Maryland. And he, he was on Tim Ambrose's staff in Middletown. He had played for um, uh, Dave Schroeder. I mean, these are all legends. And he coached with Hal Graw. And uh, but then eventually Dave Carruthers at Urbana, he was under him. I mean, and I believe Rick Connor was on that staff as well. So, I mean, you know, this guy's, like, connected to all the, the great coaches in Frederick County. And, of course, he's up there himself after what he did when he, you know, as a head coach at uh Urbana and then later Walkersville.
0: What, what would you say Joe's best team was? That two thousand I, I think it's the two thousand seventeen team. That
1: was, yeah. Yeah, they were really good. I mean they lost to Damascus, as you mentioned, on a, a controversial no call, I guess you call it. They supposed there were yeah, supposedly twelve uh, players. Okay, 12, were there.
0: 12, twelve players on the field. Uh, mm. I, I, there were flags thrown on the play, it was interesting. <laughs> but but they but but they the flags were picked up and and there was no foul called. It was a seven three, really a heavyweight boxing match. Mm. Um, and there was another situation Walkerville ran into it a couple times John where mm-hmm. like they, they were the like no one no one else except the team they lost to was, was, was beating them I, I mean they, say- they they, they would have gone on to win the the state title uh, Damas- it was unfortunate timing in a way cuz Damascus dropped down to the 2A right. uh, f- prior to that season so Damascus had this awesome uh, 3A team that came down to 2A uh, just as this great Walkerville team was in the third year of its run with many, with many of the same players, so it was a case of unfortunate timing. But 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 the game itself, no one no one, I mean, it was a great defensive battle. No one no one could do anything, um, and Walkerville was up three nothing, and I think it was. Uh, we'll talk to Joe about this. he he'll, he'll remember it better. But I think it was like a second or third down play. Uh, and had the penalty been called, Damascus might have had to kick a field goal, or, or they, they might not have scored at all. So, I mean, history will, 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 will never know what would have happened if, 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 if the call was made. But, yeah. but, but yeah, that, that 2017 team was awesome, and they, they were clobbering everyone. They beat Colin Schley at Oakdale uh, twice <laughs> right. um, uh, uh, that season, and I think they were like the only team to beat Oakdale those years. So. Um, so, so just a great run for Joe, um, and I look forward to, to chatting about and just getting his thoughts, like why, why now? Because Alexander, has got a pretty good team coming back next year uh, with, with Jordan Bennett and Demarcus Ross and, and some of their other players.
2: Yeah, I mean, they, they really seemed, at least in this last playoff run, to sort of set themselves up well because they kind of had a, you know, ho-hum four and five regular season. But uh, the way they were just able to pound teams in the playoffs, and particularly that game, that game against Damascus, uh, which was, which they were running clocked them on the road and shut them out. I, and we were, we were looking, I think it's about at least 20 years since that had happened to Damascus. Like, it, you, you know, they, they seem to be set up at least in, in a more, I guess, wide open year in the county. It seems like next year's gonna be more wide open than how this year they were just sort of the, the two top horses. And then, uh, and then a battle after that, but it, it, it seems like Walkersville could be a favorite, you know, for that, but yeah, i I, I think uh, I, I think it's a you know, I, I guess it's one of those things where it was just i guess kind of you know he felt like it was time and you know, leaves the leaves the program to whoever it ends up being. I know we have a couple a uh, couple names have been thrown around, but uh, whoever it ends up being seems like they'll be inheriting a, a decent situation year one with uh with the with the two running backs. Uh, I'll bring up a game. I don't know if
1: Joe yeah. talked much. He, Joe originally uh, was the head coach, or he was his first head coaching job was at Urbana. And I still remember some game there. He was playing, I think it was some PG County school team. It was a big game. This was like a power. And Urbana ended up beating them. And they... Uh, the game came down to Urbana having to make a stop on a two-point conversion, and I remember when I was converted, he pulls like charged onto the field, and like and ended ended up tackling one of his players who helped make the stop. And I remember the player talking about seeing Poles come running at him. He's like, "Oh boy, this isn't going to be good." Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I know you talked to to Joe in the last week for for the story you wrote that, that ran in the paper, John. What what was your takeaway about why he's stepping away now?
1: I, I think a lot of it had to do with this postseason run that we were talking about, because even you know they made the states semifinals and it was a really good run for them and that damascus win i think joe would probably rank up as one of the best wins in his career so it seemed you know things were good it was a high note and uh know, yeah, if you're thinking about leaving anyway that's that's a, you combine that with the kind of season they had yeah and it's like yeah, it's a good good to go out on a good note
0: and we'll ask him that there had to be some temptation to come back though, just knowing some of the good players he has uh, coming back so uh, yeah, so so look look forward to talking about Joe uh, and 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 really, it's, it's amazing how much how many of these football jobs have turned over in the county uh, in the mm-hmm. last just f- few years. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Rick Conner Leganor is 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 one of the war horses, um, but really every other job, <laughs> uh, uh, Kurt Stein is the only coach Oakdale's ever known, and he just won a state title, um, but <clears throat> now pretty much every other job in the county is his uh, Colin Schle- or Colin DeLauter, um, um came on the scene at Middletown probably six or seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I want I want to say I might not be exactly mm-hmm. right about that, mm-hmm. but. Um, <laughs> um but uh, tj's uh, turned over recently um uh, walkersville is now turning over uh, urbana's turned over recently um frederick has turned over recently um Tus- tuscarora is turned over recently so
1: yeah, time marches on i mean i remember when jo-
0: joe actually his first year he took over at walkers
1: excuse me no he took over at urbana for dave Carruthers. so that was like a changing of the guard there in, in 2005 i believe that same year, I believe Kevin Lynott took over for Tim Ambrose at Middletown, a changing of the guard. And uh, at Walkersville, Ryan Hines took over for Hal Graw. I believe that was all the same year. So that's like back then, that was like this little bit of a generational shift. But that was a yeah. long time ago now. So, right. you know, it just keep working
0: and, and Joe's uh, Joe's about to be a grandfather, as you noted mm-hmm. in your story, John. His kids been out of school for a long time. You don't often see uh, coaches hang on for so long after their kids have already left the program. I, th- I think it's been... Six or seven years now for for, for Joe coaching at Walkersville, mm-hmm. uh, without without children in the program and ju- just the time commitment involved. Sure. Uh, that that's re- that's really saying something. So
1: and there's Rick Connor. Right, <laughs> uh, <yeah, laughs> just all work. Uh,
0: uh, he, he yeah he loves it. Like like right. the first day of practice, uh, we we say it all the time. That that's Christmas morning, uh, right. uh, uh, for, uh, for Rick. <clears throat> um, all right, guys. Uh, look look forward to talking to the Joe here in a minute. But uh, the, the the week in Frederick County sports. Um, uh, any notable seismic changes?
2: Oh yeah, there was the one. Uh, oh yeah, I, I <laughs> you <laughs> you uh, teed that one up for me. Uh, well, Friday night we had a we had a very interesting result in the boys basketball side, being that uh, the supposedly vaunted and unbeatable Frederick Cadets were actually beaten by a Frederick County team for the first time in uh, nearly two years in the regular season. Um, they uh, they lost they lost a home game to Urbana. Actually, uh, Christian Whitehead hit a. You know, winning winning you know 10, 10 footer basically uh, with about 15 seconds to play and and they and they made a they made a stop at the other end and that was that 51 to 49. so you you know I I, I did talk to um I, I was at the game they played against Oakdale earlier in the week and I you know and that game they also started they started a little slow not too bad and they kind of and then they ran away with it it was like a 20 22 point win for them um, but I did just I did just kind of you know generally ask him about, you know, you know, you know, kind of being able to break those games open and keeping your foot on the gas. And he and he, and he told me that the biggest challenge for the, them as coaches this season is getting them up for every game because you know they have a lot of games that are huge, you know, big games like they had one on Wednesday last Wednesday against St. Johnstown in DC. You know, like the the governor's challenge where they played city college and I think it was South Lakes in Virginia um uh they had a tournament against another virginia school i forget what it was a couple weeks ago but like those games they seem to you know at least be uh, you know because i guess they're they're sort of high profile they're very exciting but i i wonder if especially coming off the st john's game there was maybe a little bit too much complacency uh because again the talent is clearly there and they're still clearly the most talented team but i do wonder if that you know came back to bite them and this is this is I guess the ultimate wake up call of hey you can't snooze for any you know you can't snooze for any of these games cuz I mean Urbana's Urbana's a bit of a streaky team but they can really you know when they get hot they can really shoot the ball pretty well so uh, I'm, I'm guessing yeah, that's it's got, been
0: it's been that way under Dave Cromer, their yeah. their, their their coach too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they've been a, they've been a good shooting team. You
1: think yeah. maybe that's a little bit of a gift for Imani Hill? You know, what I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying.
0: I mean, this is like a really good.
1: You could say, all right, here you go. This is a perfect chance. This illustrates what I've been talking about. You got you know you guys got to be up for every game. Right?
2: Yeah. It, I mean, like I said, this is I, I I will fully expect that this does not happen again because. They probably, you know, like I said, they probably were not expecting to lose this one. I don't think anybody was, uh, but how I much? Mean, did, how
0: much does this impact the CMC race? Because mm-hmm. they're in the they're in the, they're in the same division, right? So
2: yes, uh, I believe I believe they get to play again. I don't they do. Um, I don't know the exact da- uh, date date right. of that.
1: Okay, they're yeah. all they, they're in the spires. Mm-hmm. So you have four teams in the spires right now. Three of them have two and one records in the spires. So uh, uh, Linganore, I believe, is two and one or and uh Frederick and then or no no, excuse me. Uh, T right, J yeah. yeah. And uh yeah, I believe uh I and guess Lingonor actually might not it, have Is
2: a win. is Lingonor uh Tuscarora the other one in that Yeah. Tuscarora I'm sorry.
1: Is Tuscarora, it Tuscarora. Yeah, my yeah, bad. yeah. I'm still yeah. getting used to my Oh by the way, I misspoke earlier. Lauren Reid now took over for team Ambrose, and I kept mine up, but yeah, you're right. So mm-hmm. Tuscarora is 0 and three and the other three teams are two and one, that'd be T J and uh, Urbana and Frederick. Yeah, uh,
2: so I guess they would get another chance. Um Uh, cause what what are the other ones? So Linganore beat Urbana. Um, all right, what are, what, what's the tie-breaking criteria? Do we know?
0: Or head-to-head uh, it's, it's, wow. had, had, had is first. But yeah. But, but then what if it, what if what if it's a split?
1: Of course, they would all be in the division. <clears throat> oh, gee, that's a good question. Um, maybe in the conference overall, or maybe against big. See, they break now. They break it down between big schools and small schools. I don't know. Right.
2: I, I, yeah. We. I guess we'll, we'll. I guess we'll have to look into that. I mean, yeah. uh, as we're as of this recording, Linganore and Urbana uh, are playing for the second time, so that'll probably. Add some clarity, maybe. That game is Friday, or no, that's right now. they're in different divisions. This was, yeah. was
1: confused. The rivals, yeah. you think of them as being in the same division, but now they're in different. That's why I just screwed that okay. up. It's yeah. really taking getting used to.
0: This question is going to sound like I'm trying to take some shine off of Urbana's win, and I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> but how much of this was just <clears throat> Frederick playing a very poor game? And
2: how much of it this was just Urbana potentially playing out of its mind? I think it was a little bit of both. I mean this again, the score is fifty one to forty nine, so it's not like, you know, Urbana was on some insane heater, um, you know, shooting like fifty percent or whatever the entire game. They they sort of had their, their their peaks and valleys. But I think it was I think it was kind of a combination of both. You know, they um uh Frederick, you know, Frederick's from I me mean, Frederick's defense well played pretty well, uh at least from what I could gather. But yeah, it seemed like you know, either shooting wise they were off or Urbana's defense, you know Urbana's defense was playing well. Um and Urbana, I guess, just had more moments where they where that where they scored. And I know that sounds kinda of reductive, but uh, you know, in, in a in a sort of rock fight, which I guess I guess Frederick's not really been in a rock fight this year. You know, the the couple games they've lost have been a little higher scoring, but you know, this is I like I said, this is this is kind of I guess gonna be a, a chance for them to not, you know, realize. Hey, we can't do that again <laughs> if we want to. If we want to win, and I mean, I still think fully they're, You know, the best team in the county, pretty easily. Obviously, the most talented, and you know, maybe maybe one of the top three, two <clears throat> or three in the state. Even but.
0: the even the best teams have bad nights, right? Exactly.
2: Now. So, uh, <clears throat> um, how do they react to, to losing to Urbana? Um, TBD. I have not. Uh, that was just Friday night, and I haven't talked to um, I haven't uh, talked to Monty Hill since then. Um, in, in the immediate, and, ap- did you get a chance after the game? No, I was I was not there. Okay. I was at um, I was at TJ and Tuscola oh, yeah, yeah, on Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but no. So this so this is all just sort of um, you know, from from the stuff that I guess we. we, I, we got I, 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 I I forgot. I forgot. No, you're, you're I, I good. Forgot, you're good. I, forgot, good. I forgot you didn't cover that game. No, you're so. good. Um, uh but yeah, but uh, they have they have off. Uh, they had a week between games now. They're playing at Garetti on Friday, so I guess that'll sort of be, um. I guess be the, be the real test and see what happens. I know uh Gretti historically very good, but uh uh John, and I found out a couple weeks ago that Gretti's closing. <laughs> so a lot of so players have left that program. Yeah, so a lot of players have left, so that that team might be a little bit of a shell. So it's like a, this is like a
0: get it while you can sale,
1: yeah. right? I'm predicting a big night for Frederick
0: and that Yeah. yeah. A- a- everything 75% off. <clears throat> so um, my last question is: Is, is this our fault? Because we were we were throwing bouquets at Frederick High last week. We were calling them maybe the best uh, public school team in the state. We were uh, just uh, just pouring pouring it on pouring on the praise last week. Did we jinx the Frederick boys? Basketball? I don't think is, is, we, this our, is this our fault.
2: I don't think we did because literally everybody else who covers high school basketball around the state of Maryland kind of. <laughs> Knows that they're that, that they're like either the best or one of the top, right? The top like, like grade. apparently, like the paparazzi so, like descends upon their yeah. upon
0: <laughs> up, 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 upon their, upon their game. Yeah, so it's so. it's
2: it's not just us. um like I said in, in this case, the the only one they have to blame is themselves. Okay, so so it's not our fault. <laughs> no, it's not. I've been accused of being a jinx, we, we but I, I had to
1: be there in person for, to be the jinx. So okay. I, I wasn't in, in the building that night. So. All right
0: so we're, we're we're we are not accepting responsibility for for <laughs> for, for any frederick high loss uh, right. uh past present or future all right guys thanks so much and when we come back here on the final score we'll talk to uh, joe polis as he uh, steps away from the Walkersville football program stay with us All right, Joe Polis joins me in studio now, uh, the now former Walkersville High football coach. It, sa- it sounds weird to put former in front of your name there, Joe. Does it Does it uh, sound strange to you? Yeah, it
3: sounds really strange, actually. It's probably the first time I've heard anybody say it, but yeah, <laughs> very strange feeling indeed.
0: In, in, in the last week, uh, Joe announced his retirement uh, from, from coaching football at Walkersville. Uh, he was a coach for 29 years in the county. Uh, 18 years at his alma mater. 14 as the head coach. Uh, four as an assistant. Uh, also uh, coached at a handful of other schools in the county, right, Joe? You coached at Middletown. You coached at uh, Urbana. You were the head coach at Urbana.
3: Yes, that's correct.
0: Uh, you coached at. Um, uh, where did you start? Well, the
3: first school was called is called what's called Victor Cullen Academy. Victor Cullen. They right. had a football. They had all sports up there uh, for a few years in the mid 90s. So I was on that coaching staff with David Holtz as well.
0: Yeah. How tough a decision was this for you? Uh, it,
3: was, it, was a, it was a really tough decision. I mean, obviously, I love, uh, love all my time at Walkersville. Um, we still live in the community and just, you know, I grew up in that community. But, uh, you know, I had, had a great run, great 14 years. Uh, it was unbelievable, but I just felt like it was the right time uh, to step away.
0: Yeah, you have some other events going on in your life. Uh, your, your your kids are getting older. Yeah, uh, you, you mentioned I think previously here on the podcast that you have a. You have a young grandchild on the way, which is, which is very exciting. Yes, yeah, so, actually,
3: my my granddaughter is is set to to be born uh, any time now. So the, the you, know, G- so you
0: get the so you're waiting for the call. You you're <laughs> you're, 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 call. On, you're on watch. Absolutely. Does it sound strange to you to to have grandfather uh, in in front of your name? Yes, yeah, so it's
3: very strange. You know, it's one of those things, and I'm sure a bunch of the other guys around the county have the same feeling. It seems like yesterday. You know, I'm sitting in the school meeting, and I'm one of the the younger teachers around or there in the room, and then, you know, just the other day, like on Monday, we had a staff meeting. I'm looking around. It's like, man, I'm one of the oldest guys, oldest people here. So it's definitely strange. Uh, time definitely flew by, and, um, you know, I just feel blessed that I had the opportunity to to coach at Walkersville as long as I did.
0: How, how long have you sort of been thinking about this?
3: Uh, I mean, I, I've honestly been thinking about it off and on since, you know, twenty twenty seventeen 2017 season. That was the last season that my, my son played. And I had promised my wife that was that was going to be the last one, and <laughs> I got I squeezed six more years out of her, so it was, it was all right. Yeah.
0: But, but, but but she's uh, always very supportive, always always. She's been along. She's been a great partner along. Oh, for the she's ride. been
3: she's been outstanding. I've, I've been blessed. You know, uh, Chrissy's been great every, all the time. You know, she always speaks to you. I, know. Uh, I always I, know. I always enjoy seeing her smiling right. face after <laughs> right. the games. Um, um, yeah, she and you know you talk to any head coach in this county, they'll tell you you have to have a great support system at home and it's, it's, it, you know, especially when the, the kids were young and it's, it's always a, you know, a little bit of a sacrifice, but, you know, thankfully for us we were in the community. So for a lot of it, so, you know, wherever we were, the kids were right there. So it was a really good experience.
0: So so what kept you going for six more years mm-hmm. after your kids retired? I, I
3: think it's just the, ki- it's the kids and the coaches, the players and the coaches. Um, you're always looking forward to that next group. And I just, you know, we've always had a great staff and some different guys, you know, throughout the years, but I've always enjoyed the, the camaraderie with the coaches and, you know, really every part of it, but
0: yeah. Cause that, that, that summertime comes and you enjoy running, running the workouts and it's the fall and, and right. you guys are back at practice in August and just, just the excitement of the games too. It, right. Absolutely.
3: It, the summer, the summer as a teacher, to me, is a great time. Um, you know, because, you know, football is part of the day and it's, it's you know, four four or five days a week, and then, but you're not working or 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 teaching at the time, so it's good. The fall is exciting because of the games. The, the for me, the hardest part is the after school workouts. The June, the January, February, March, April, May time where, you know, you teach all day, and then you're you're uh, up in the weight room at least three days a week for for a couple hours.
0: Well, to uh, t- talk about the timing now, why why was now the right time?
3: Well, I just kind of felt like. Um, you know for 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 this point in my life, I had done it for a long time, been been pretty successful, felt good about everything. Um, and it, we had a great run, so we're kind of ending on a high note. And you know a, a super wise man once told me, you know it's better it's better to leave a year early than a second late. So it just felt like coming off of everything it was so positive and done everything really that I had promised that I was going to do. So it was just the, the right time.
0: And what were the major uh, considerations? Family, of course. Uh, yeah. Uh, fam, fam, what, what, families, were there others? Or?
3: Uh, family is, is, is the main one. Um, and, and, you know, just the time and, you know, that, you know, I always felt like if, you know, you're, you're the head coach, it's, it, you have to be the driving force in the program, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. You have to drive the, the program and you know for a lot of years we i did just that and you know as i've gotten older i don't know it just you know i still love coaching and i still you know the x's and o's talking the game and all that stuff i just wasn't sure that you know me being that driving force of a program was the right fit anymore
0: okay how, how young a man are, are are you joe if you don't i'm mind 55 saying. years F- old. 55 years old so uh 29 years uh when you when you hear that number you you, you squeeze 29 years out of a <laughs> right. coaching career i mean how how does that sound oh, to oh yeah it
3: feels great you know you know starting there in the in the mid early early 90s yeah to get get that time in feels great um i'm just super blessed to, to have have done it for so long and uh you know we'll see what the future holds
0: yeah, I was I was gonna ask, what are you gonna do with with all this uh, free time? Um uh, you have I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just
3: gonna kinda take it take it how it how it comes. We'll see, you know, with the grandbaby and you know how much how much uh babysitting that I'm doing. I'm sure if it's up to up to my wife, we'll be doing a lot. Um, <clears throat> sure. So she made sure to give uh my son and his wife lots of gift cards, uh, to restaurants <laughs> for Christmas so he'll go out to dinner a bunch.
0: Uh, do you and Chrissy enjoy traveling?
3: No, we do. Yeah, we wanna yeah, we'll travel and you know, I still wanna teach. Uh um yeah you're not
0: you're not going away to be clear you're not going away yeah you know, it, a lot it, of people said,
3: thought I was retiring or whatever but I'm not uh you know my 30 years with FCPS was is, is June 2025 but it, you know if 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 I'd still fun and I have a lot of fun at, at my job at work you know, I will stay teaching for for a couple more years anyway.
0: Could you see yourself um, coaching in some degree, like on, on a not I'm the guy in charge basis?
3: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I think I, that's that's definitely a possibility. It, it's it's a whole different deal. I mean, I feel like my mindset's uh, changed even a little bit just in the last three to three or four days. I, you know, you're the head coach. You know, you again, like I said, you got to be the driving force and all, all problems, concerns or whatever is, is on you, you know, making sure you're pushing the kids and, and you know, you you're the disciplined guy and, and all that stuff. You know, you 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 know, you take a, a much lesser role and you're an assistant, just you know, you can be the, be the good guy all the time and just have fun with the guys and, you know, you don't really have you know in, any problems or concerns that you have to worry about
0: right and you've been an assistant before uh, when when you came to walkersville you, you were right, you, right. You, you were the defensive coordinator under ryan uh, Hines. And ryan, right? yeah. yeah and actually
3: uh-huh. you know the timing for him to go to urbana just worked out right for him and his family but you know in 2009 i was perfectly content being the defensive coordinator at walkersville and i also at the time was doing a, being an assistant basketball coach so I, I was perfectly fine in those roles and you know it's it's you still get to do a lot of coaching, but it just it just changes the, you know, your perspective changes where you're you're not as stressed and you know, all the burdens of the program don't fall on you. You can just, you know, have fun with the kids and, and, and coach. I
0: mean you're not worried about the paperwork, you're not worried about a kid's grades and stuff right, like that. You're not worried about
3: grades, you're not right. worried about who was late to school, you're not worried about fundraising, you're not you're not worried about anything besides you know, teaching teaching your you know your position group or whatever, some drills and making sure they're ready for their assignments in the game. You don't have to worry about anything outside of that. And
0: you guys always had a golf outing, right? Uh, oh, yeah, we uh, see, yeah uh, every, every year. Yeah, yeah, to, uh, to, to raise money.
3: Mm-hmm. That was that was started by I don't even know. If, I don't know where I got it from Ryan, but I, I think it was even started before him with Hal Grow. But it has been a great fundraiser for us. We do that third week of every June.
0: Right. So, so I mean, so you're, you're back at Walkersville. You, I know you wanted to coach at Walkersville because your kids were coming through the program. Yes, and absolutely. You, and, and you thought it would be just neat to coach at your alma mater. Absolutely. Um, so, so, How did you – did you get talked into being the head coach, or how, how did your head coaching opportunity sort of develop Ooh, there?
3: Yeah, Ryan got the opportunity to go to bed and that's the community where he lives. And it was just a too good of a, of a chance for him to pass up. So, you know, we had talked and, you know, there was some things were, you know, in the program at the time needed to change. And I just went in to the principal and was like, look, this is, you know, it was it was a fortunate situation because at the time they they needed me way more than I needed them. So it was like they, you know, I had, you know, this is this is the direction the program needs to go. This is what needs to happen. And he was like, it was Mike Concepcion, and he, he was like, you know, I agree 100%. You know, let's make it happen, and it went from there. Uh,
0: when you left Urbana as the head coach and came back to Walkerville because you wanted to be in that community again, did you have in the back of your mind that you were going to be the head coach? I know you weren't trying to push Ryan out the door or anything like that, no, but, but, I, but did, you have a, did you have a feeling that I want I want to be the head coach of this program?
3: I didn't. No, not really, no. I, I didn't. I, and I don't think Ryan did either but I just think his oppor- you know sometimes you don't know your opportunities yeah, I mean I don't know t-
0: the timing of life right right the
3: timing of life and it just worked out for him and then it, it worked out for me as well
0: are, are you glad it sort of worked out the way it did
3: oh uh, yeah I mean I'm glad I'm happy for my 14 years as head coach I loved every second of it so yeah in the long run yeah it was a, it was a great opportunity and you know things in life kind of work out that way
0: yeah, I mean, we were talking before we came on here that, that I've been here a long time. I've been here since the fall of 07, which is now almost 17 years. and It's hard to believe the time goes by so it fast, does. right? Yeah. Like when you hear 14 years, that sounds like a really long time. But has it felt like 14 years?
3: <laughs> no, it went by fast. It goes by fast. You know, I just think of, you know, the, the first the first seasons and those those great kids that we had. And, we you know, we really had, we're fortunate to have, you know, some great groups of guys that, you know, all the way through and I heard from a bunch of them, you know, over the weekend. And it's, you know, it's nice to know that you made an impact on on the community and on a lot of guys. From the
0: guys that you heard of, did anyone surprise you that they they reached out? Or were you surprised um, to hear their voice again?
3: No, I mean, most of it was text messages and okay. stuff like that. But yeah, I was, you know, a lot of my head kept in contact with. Anybody, right, but
0: right. In 14 years, you won more than 100 games at Urbana. Uh, um, did you? you 14 you, you, years you, more than 100 you, games at Walkersville. Uh, did I say Urbana? I meant, right, Walker. Right, right. I, I, meant, I meant Walkersville. I said Urbana, I meant Walkersville. You won more than 100 games. Uh, you, you you took your alma mater to the state final in uh, 2015. Uh, you, you came back the next year and won it. Uh, at 17, you had maybe the best team in the state. <laughs> but, another except great team in the for, state for one, right? uh, was Damascus who played in your region and that was a extremely memorable 7 to 3 game um, just, what what are the big what are what are your big memories when when you yeah, look back yeah there's a lot we had
3: one state championship obviously but there there was opportunities that, there for uh, 3 4 more you know 2011 2012 we were very good you were probably and, the second-best team in the yeah, state, middle, right? Yeah. yeah, Middletown was just a little better. And, you know, they beat us, and they deserved to win. And uh, But, you know, in this in this current playoff system, we would have played them in the state final. You know, 15, we lost 21-20. To Patuxent, right? To Patuxent. And that year is just, it was just one of those magic carpet ride years where it, nobody
0: – It wasn't expected, right?
3: And it, it was so much fun in the fact that nobody expected us to 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 make a big playoff run um we did, and each week we played a really really good team who was heavily favored undefeated, and each week there was a, some kind of circumstance.
0: I remember a game where you play uh, Kent. You played on the Eastern Shore somewhere. Yeah. Was, was it Kent Island? It was North Carolina. Or North Carolina, and you won on a on a on a kick, right? Last second
3: field goal. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. It was like literally like a magic carpet right? It was. Yeah. I, mean, I think you said it well there. You
3: know, all all those games, those teams were. Either, I think they were all top teams, and they were all undefeated. It was. Uh, yeah. It was Oakland Mills, and then it was South Carroll, and then it was. Uh, North Carolina, and then it was Patuxent. Right. We had a really good player get hurt right before halftime at Patuxent, uh, named Austin Farinholt, who was a, right. our best offensive and defensive lineman. which kind of yeah, you know, sway the momentum of the game not having him out there.
0: Yeah, it hurt your it hurt your run defense for sure for sure in that game. Uh, but I, I'm going to talk about that group of kids in a minute because that that was just uh, just a, probably the best kid group of kids that you've co- that coached that made that run. I would say your best team was your 2017 team. The the, the team that lost to Damascus 7 to 3. The team that didn't quite get all the way. Uh would you would you agree with no, that? No, I agree. And, you know, yeah. a lot
3: of those guys were big factors in 15 and 16 and by the time 17 came, uh you know, they were grown men. I mean, they were they were big guys and physical guys and uh we pounded a lot of really good teams. I mean, you know we beat Linganore decisively decisive that year. Well, oh,
0: just running the Frederick County gauntlet like we talk right. about every we year beat, is tough enough. Yeah, right.
3: We beat Oakdale twice. You know we talk about it a lot at, in the coach's office and stuff. Like that year, you know our last four games. You know we played Oakdale, and Colin, you know the UCLA quarterback, right? right. College league, right? Play, played Oakdale. We played Middletown. We played Oakdale, and we played Damascus. Dude, that's a heck of a as a heck of a month of of games. Do you remember
0: right the ball Schley threw? I remember it vividly out out of the end zone. He had a guy wide open. I guess I guess he had right. a, he had a blown coverage there, and he let, had a guy wide open. And he uh, and he threw he probably threw it seventy five yards yeah. out of the end zone. So yeah, I was like, I
3: was, I was like, oh my gosh! And uh, I don't know if it's I mean he he caused people to blow a lot of coverages because we couldn't tackle that sucker. And, uh, he, uh, yeah, yeah, because he could run too. Right. So right. he would scramble around, and – uh yeah, he made some throws. The second time we played, him, we made sure we uh we tightened some stuff up and uh, we got to him a little bit. But we're actually friends with the sleeves, and I've known Colin since he was a little kid. So super proud of him. And right. He's a heck of a he's a heck of a, a football player.
0: Right, and I, I think you guys might have been like the only team to beat Oakdale that year. I think they were like not yeah, nine and, and two that, that year or something right. like that. Oh yeah, yeah, that's
3: that's the crazy thing about championships and classifications and you know they and actually both of us beat Linganore that year and Linganore won the 3A championship so right. you know the different classification and you know not taking it away from 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 coach Connor and his teams Right. obviously they're very good too but you know the stars have to align you can have the the best players and then you know the stars don't align or there's some other kind of powerhouse in your classification it it can it can change things
0: right the Damascus game obviously had the 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 blown call um how much do you think that really like what would have happened? It was a defensive slugfest. Like neither both teams had great defenses. Right. Uh, you guys were speaking of high-profile athletes. You were playing against. You guys were playing against Brian Brzee, who now plays for the uh, right. New Orleans and, Saints. I mean, they had
3: multiple Division One players. Uh, Jergens, right. who had a great career, right. at Wake Forest. Um, this dude went to went to uh, West Point off that team. Yeah. One of my son's good friends, Matt Bettarelli, great career at Shepherd. I mean, they had. Yeah, they they were good. It, it was it really was a game
0: good. that everyone had been waiting for all season, and in a weird way, it sort of lived up to the hype. Even though it was it, it wasn't like a high scoring game, it was just this heavyweight boxing match, and there just wasn't a lot of, lo, a lot of scoring. Um, they they hit you with one play, I believe. It was like it was, it, it quarterback was a, draw, a, yeah. a quarterback draw, a quarterback draw, because because your defense was was, was awesome that well, year, and you guys also, didn't, didn't give up any right, plays. We so. had
3: some injuries to our our nose guard. And our we had two starting defensive linemen that weren't playing. And uh, you know, we we've been always been great at Walker's Hill, but we've never been deep. So when we they had that quarterback draw, we actually had a couple subs in on the D line and we were trying to buy a series and they called the right play at the right time and uh they got us.
0: Yeah, uh but but of course um the, the controversy was the one touchdown was scored in a game, Damascus scored with twelve guys on the field. Did you know it at the time there was twelve guys on the field?
3: I we didn't know it. I didn't know it at the time. No, but we found out a little bit later. Yeah, I mean right? when
0: you watch the tape. Uh, well, it was
3: it was before that, but okay, you know we didn't know it. But the referees called. Um,
0: they picked up. Did they? There was a the flag thrown on the play, right? There
3: was two flags. One one I found out later was for holding that they they somehow they waved off. Or holding and, on Damascus, on Damascus, okay. yeah. yeah, and one was for uh, too many men in the backfield. So. Um, you you know you're not you're only allowed to have four guys and four guys in the backfield, so it was like they, I got five in the backfield. None of
0: the flags were for twelve men on the field. Well, and they pick no, up the, or, it was it was okay. too
3: many men or, or too many men in the backfield. And The other referee was like, well, I had seven on the line, Well, they never put it together. I guess seven on the line and five in the backfield was twelve. Right. But, you know, talking to their coaches, they knew right away. They were doing a lot of formation stuff, and they had they had somebody go out. And then they had a sub for that guy who didn't come out when he was supposed to, so they knew right away that they had twelve.
0: Uh, okay, um, I presume you're not still bitter about that call, but 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 are I mean, are you? <laughs> uh,
3: I mean, it was a, it was a, a a disappointing loss in the fact that that was that you know it was a it was a really great group for us, and that was our last game. Um, you know, it, if the masses would have beat us without that. Probably not as bitter, but because they were, you know, Coach Wallet, Coach Clipper. I mean, they're friends of mine too. They're amazing football coaches. That team was stone cold loaded. I mean, probably more Division One. Right. We're definitely more <clears throat> Division One players, and they have an NFL player. As
0: it, great as you were, I mean, it was the game was basically. Uh, three to nothing or you guys. I mean, so it was a close game. No one could do anything because the right. teams were so yeah, no, evenly matched. It was a, even, it was a,
3: right. it was right. a battle and you know our kids were, were were playing their guts out and right i mean well, it, it wasn't like you know a flute call gave a, a bad team a win i mean right. they were really really good yeah
0: sh- sure and, and they went on and rolled to the state championship after that uh, um jake funk was not on that team no, right jake okay funk. he 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 just graduated uh,
3: i think it was a younger funk that uh, right? was uh, it was the linebacker uh, guy that went uh, to RM. Uh,
0: uh, uh, right but my uh unanswerable question that i'm going to ask you is if if 12 men on the field is Called on that, like well, that, I mean, uh, if you play, how, if, how do you how do you think that game ends?
3: <laughs> well, if there's if they call it participating with twelve, I believe that's a fifteen yard penalty, right? So that makes it it's it was third down. It makes it third and forever. So, yeah. I mean, I would think that we would we would have the ball back and up three zero. Then
0: up three zero. I mean, it's un it's it's unknowable. Right. We we could guess what could happen um, all day, but but had the call been pr- made properly, do you think? You would have won the game. Oh,
3: absolutely! I think we would have won. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah, because your defense had only given up really one play the entire play game no uh, 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 before that. All right. So. so
3: I'm always proud to say, and I, I text some of uh, my Damascus buddies after uh, <laughs> after the playoffs this year, to, just to make sure they knew that Damascus has not scored a legal touchdown <laughs> on walkersville since 1992 so how did you the, react uh, to
0: that were you were you angry were you were you bitter were you just disappointed or yeah
3: all of it yeah, yeah. all of it, right
0: all, all rolled into one so um you had coached that group of kids that, that, that made those three years so special for, for a long time you you saw them and you and you that helped coach them through youth football. Just what made that group so special? The Jacob Weptles, the Billy Gants, the Chad yeah, Christian Pacelli, uh, 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 Gleason, Christian Plaschke, Tyler Lewis, Tyler Josh
3: Polis, right. yeah, right. Ty Littleton. <clears throat> I mean, it Aaron, or Aaron Yankee, Hunter Cleaver. It's uh, it's the fact that they played together, you know, all the way through. It was a lot of them on the same flag team. You know, I got them when they were in Pony. Um, And they just stayed together. They played together. I mean, there wasn't really any transfers or or anything like that. It wasn't one of those situations where, you know, people were coming in and and all that. It was just the same guys that had grown up playing together since they were little. And, you know, they worked really hard. You know, they they were doing training in middle school. They started coming to the high school weight room in seventh grade. And they just worked her all the way through. And, you know, a lot of times – and that you can do everything right and still not get there. So it was just a, like I said, it's just a magic carpet ride of just a just a great experience. And you know, yeah. winning all those games. You know, I was telling somebody the other day that that in that run, fifteen to, to really in, in in the first part of eighteen, we lost to Oakdale in two thousand fifteen in October, and we didn't lose another local area game until we lost to Liberty in early September of. 2018 right that's a that's a heck of a stretch of of, of of dominance in the area yeah uh
0: to win the state title in 16 because you guys were kicking butt and taking names in 16 too we keep talking about 17 the year that that uh, and then the damascus came but 16 you guys had it had an awesome season and we're, and we're uh <clears throat> cleaning everyone's clock too what did it mean to you to, to to win a state title at your alma mater and to have the fire trucks through the town and and, and all of that
3: oh it's definitely a huge deal. I mean. You know, look at a list, a list of coaches who have, of football coaches who have went back to their alma mater and won a state championship. I know there's, they're, they're out there. Yeah, but not, 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 not tons. Right, it's not a, it's not a super long list, so to be able to, to do that, just super proud. Right. Um,
0: what, well, what was the most memorable part of, of get, getting the job done in 2016?
3: Well, I mean, the, the whole thing was memorable, just, you know, this the game down in Annapolis and uh and you know, playing there and all that stuff. That was and at
0: MT weren't you guys at MT Bank? Or was the that one we one won one? was in was, yeah, the, it was we movie. lost
3: the last game at at uh in the Ravens. That's, that's right, that's right. And, and then in
0: sixteen they moved to um to, uh, Right. And right. right. that right. was the
3: that was the year they had we, we had the the buy. So and everyone had it, but it was you know, the the, the state semifinal was normal like Thanksgiving. And then Navy was hosting their conference championship the next week. So we actually had two weeks.
0: That's right. I'd I i, I I'd forgotten about that. So it was, it was like a Super Bowl-esque uh, preparation. <laughs> it was.
3: And that's not, a. I mean, you know, it's nice to have time off, but it's also better for high school guys yeah. to stay in the uh, rhythm. So we were a little bit rusty coming out and it was 6-6 at halftime. You, you and,
0: were playing Elkton, right? right? Yeah, Elkton. Uh, yeah. El- they were
3: very good. And, uh, you know, we, we got our stuff straightened out and uh, we got everything worked out at halftime. And we dominated the second half.
0: I mean, did you feel that championship was? And I mean, as a coach, you're probably always worried that something could go wrong. But did you feel like it was yours to lose? I guess is the best way to put yeah, it. Yeah,
3: yeah, absolutely. We, yeah, it was our, it was our run. And you know, you, those are the ones that's like, man, I know we're good. The Lord just please don't let me mess this up. Right. And, and you know, it was, it was like, you know, you look. There's a certain time in every game where, you know, it's time and score, and you look up and you see the the time and the score, and you realize. You know they don't have enough time to catch it. This game is over. So that did, was a great feeling of relief and just happiness. Did you guys benefit from
0: the experience of going to M&T Bank in fifteen? Oh, and, oh and, yeah, and, that and, was. And, a, and, and, and even though it didn't go your way, did you, did that experience pay off? Yeah, we had
3: a lot of guys back from that team, and that was a, you know it was a tw- the, that was all the things they would, you know, in the huddle or when we broke down or whatever. Twenty-one twenty, twenty-one twenty. Don't forget twenty-one over and over and over and over. Right. So that was a big. It was a big thing to go and and then return a bunch of players and go back.
0: Right, uh, coaching at a school like Walkersville. I mean, it, it's cyclical because it's, it's a small school and you, and you don't always have the the great groups coming in. And you guys had some tough years. I mean, just talk about the challenge of coaching at a school a, a small school like that, where, right. where where you're not where you're you've and and again we point this out. You've always played. You've never had an easy schedule. You've, no, our schedule's
3: been brutal. Um, but that's the thing that the 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 one the frustration of the whole or mystery of the whole, fourteen years at Walkers was it didn't matter if we were fourteen and zero, or we were two and eight. We always had about seventy couple kids play football. We didn't have a huge spike. But we were <clears throat> the one stretch of twenty eleven, twenty twelve, we went twenty and four, but we didn't get. We still had the same amount of players. So maybe maybe you know the next coach can 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 get that figured out. But I sure couldn't. So. Yeah, we definitely were hit by cycles, and we you know we had some down years, but you know when we were down, we tried to 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 at least maximize that talent, and and you know I don't most games we were always in, and you know we always tried to to give give people a, a good game.
0: Right. We've we've talked about this, but but you're you're almost like, and I'll say it because I know you don't want to say it, but you're almost like punished for being good because you were a good small school, so you didn't get a chance to duck the Ligonore. I mean, you played right. Ligonore every year. You played Oakdale right. every year. Like you, your schedule was sort of loaded because you guys were good to some degree. Yeah,
3: absolutely. And Middletown gets hit with that too. Oh, right. They, they're, right. Now they're even smaller than Walkersville. They, yeah, their schedule is brutal. And you know, so is, so is Walkersville. So yeah, you get punished for being, for, for, for being good. And you know, now it doesn't affect you as much with everyone in the playoffs. It does <clears> affect, right. You know, the home and away and the travel. And, but you know, the thing, the thing this year is set up nice for us and you know, even though we were a four seed and we were four and five, we dominated the first three weeks of the playoffs.
0: Yeah, you didn't allow a point, right? Yeah. 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 Well, I was I was gonna ask you, like you have a you have some good players coming back next year. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Two, right. two
3: great running backs, uh Jordan Bennett, Demarcus Ross, uh Darius Eubanks is great, you know, everything receiver, uh D B, uh Achilles Whitpee, great tight end, outside linebacker. Logan Boston, great on the O line, D line. So there's talent, there's talent. Right, still at Walkersville, so right. they got they got the potential to have a really nice season.
0: So like as that. much as um, the timing was right for you to step away now, was there also a little voice in the back of your head saying, "Hey, we have a pretty good team coming right. back yeah, next year. I, yeah, th- yeah. Th- th- 30's is a nice round number." Was, was there a temptation to
3: <laughs> oh, no, uh, abs- absolutely, to,
0: to, but to squeeze another year out of it?
3: Yeah, absolutely, but also too, you know, you, you always want to leave it better than you found it. So I'm not, yeah, really, the, I wasn't the cupboard's at, not bare. Right. Right, I don't right, want to yeah. yeah, leave in a situation where you know it's still my school and I still care about you know what what goes on there so you know you know leaving leaving talent behind for for the next coach um you know that that just is a good feeling for me yeah
0: right um we i'm sure you've been on here and talked about this before but how did your coaching career get started and and what made you want to be a coach
3: well I've always enjoyed working with 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 uh you know younger athletes whether I was you know in high school working at a youth camp and um when I became a teacher up at Victor Collin, I I, they, I got the opportunity to help and kind of got the coaching bug there and I got to Middletown and you know, you never, I never, I just planned on being an assistant and that was fine and just kind of, as the years went on and as you know, you work harder and you grow, then you just, it turns into, you know, wanting to be a head coach and a head coaching career.
0: Right, uh, so we talked about how you became a head coach at Walkersville after you came back. How did you become a head coach at Urbana?
3: Um it, you know, the principal was George Seton. He's he's hired me a couple times. He was the principal who hired me at Middletown, and then he got me over to, to Urbana. But you know, working on Dave Carruthers' staff, um, you know, was a great experience and great opportunity. When you know, when he decided to retire from Frederick County Public Schools and go to Pennsylvania, then uh, you know, I was kind of his right hand man at the end there at Urbana. So you know, I was the next person in line for the job.
0: Right. Um what, what what do you think you'll miss about the job the most?
3: Uh, you know, the, you miss you know the head coaching is just going to be the Friday nights and you know, you miss the Friday nights, you're going to miss the players and uh you know the relationship with the coaches.
0: Right. Do you think you'll be able to stay away though? I mean, the... No, nah, I mean
3: I, I <laughs> at some point I'm I'll be I'll be I'll have some kind of role on somebody's I mean, staff.
0: I was going to say because knowing you and just how much you, you you love it and have loved it over the years. It, right. No, I'm it, still it, if it, somebody you know,
3: wants to get a chalkboard or a whiteboard out and talk football. <laughs> um I'll do that I'll do that for hours but uh yeah yeah. I'm not going to miss the the responsibility and the I guess the managerial side of being a head football coach. I'm all done with that but you know Right, the actual you know a, a role on someone's staff or something like right. that. But
0: again, you're not you're not disappearing. You're still going right. you, you to st- you still have your teaching job at Walkersville, and and and, and you'll be you'll you'll be around. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, be around yeah. uh, for sure too. Well, was there pressure to win, especially in seventeen when you guys were expected to win? Because by that point you were you were state champs and and you were sort of expected to win. Everyone's waiting for this big game against Damascus. Was, was there a lot of pressure that came along with? Yeah, that?
3: absolutely. And that started in in sixteen. with you know we had this run, and you know everybody knew you know we had a, a lot of a, a lot of good players back. Um, and you know I was you know I'm obviously around the community walkers and everywhere I went it was like you know, fifteen everybody was so happy. Sixteen everybody's like well. we'll you know, I'd be August. Oh, Joe, I can't, I can't make these games. But just, just tell me when the state game is. I'll, I'll be there. I'm <laughs> like, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's the end of August, or, man. We got right. a lot of tough games to play. So. But right. That, but thanks.
0: And Damascus had dropped down into two A. Right. And that's just uh, one of those things. There was nobody. Right? There was yeah.
3: nobody else. There might not have anybody in three A, two A or one A. Well, maybe Fort Hill. I don't know. I can't remember if that how good they were then. But there was nobody else that was going to beat us right? except for them. And, and, uh, and it was just a wild coincidence that, it, one, it was a classification year, and then, two, that they moved down. Because, you know, I feel like Oakdale – and, and Walkersville, Oakdale, or Damascus would have won right. the three A if we were Right,
0: there. and the only team they right exactly the only team that would have beaten Damascus or had a chance to, to even play competitive because they were kicking everyone's butt too. Right. So the only team that had a chance to beat Damascus with you guys too, right. And
3: maybe and Oakdale and Oakdale possibly too. Styles make fights and <clears throat> right. You know Oakdale was 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 Colin and, and they were pretty explosive. So they they would have had a chance as well.
0: Right. Um, do you think about what sort of legacy like you're leaving behind, or how much how much say will you have in the next um, coach at Walkersville?
3: <laughs> well, hope, I mean, hopefully they t- you know take uh, my opinion into consideration for for the next coach. I mean, you know, for me, the guys there is Tyler Thompson, he's my you know he's been my guy for five years. Um, he's he he's ready to get the opportunity, and he's put in the work, and you know, it would be a very seamless transition. And you know, I won't be shy, you know. I'm gonna tell them whether they ask me or not. That you right, know, he deserves a shot before anybody else. That's it, for sure.
0: Right, right. So, so you hope it's, it's Tyler absolutely. 100%, oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Tyler seems like a guy that would be interested in that job, right? He, he is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, he'll yeah.
3: do. He'll do. He'll do very well. There's always a transition, and you're never quite as ready as you think you are. But you know, he he is put in his time. and He's done. A ton for the for the community and the program over the last five years.
0: He's a, he's a Ligandor guy too, right? So uh, uh, you know, and in timing
3: too, it doesn't always it doesn't always you know work out where where you right. do get to coach at your at your yeah, alma mater. Sure, and and I sure. No, no, coo- no I'm, you know, I, I'm I'm teasing. My uh, first coaching job was at was at Middletown, and that was just where I got my first teaching job. So
0: right. Well, what well, well, was that? Was that weird to be coaching at Middletown? Uh,
3: it really wasn't. No, it was fine, and you know, Tim Ambrose is a legend, and you know getting to work and coach with him was was awesome and you know you know that's what you – in those days you know when you got hired to to teach you know you wanted to give everything back to the school that you were at you didn't want to teach at one school and coach at another that just wasn't you know something that people did so it was it was a great opportunity you know I still have a lot of friends friends from the, from those days and, you know that was you know 20 some years ago players players and guys who were on the coaching staff.
0: In what way do you think you've benefited from all your years of coaching the most?
3: I think it's just just relationships and, you know, learning how to, you know, deal with people, communicate with people, and just, you know, building great relationships over, you know, 29 years.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, Joe, it's, it's always been a pleasure working with you and, and watching and covering your team. So, I, I told you in a message the other night it won't be the same uh, Friday well, night. I really uh, appreciate uh, that. Without you. So, But we wish you all the best. Thank uh, you so uh, much. You, you, des- you deserve some time in the recliner and on the lazy chair, uh, but, playing, but, but playing with your grandkids. So, Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, th- thanks for uh, coming in. And I know you won't be a stranger. I know we will see you in some games. So, look forward to, the next, to the next chance uh, we get to do this. That is. Uh, uh, former again it's, it's strange <laughs> to say former walkersville high football coach joe polis uh, thanks thanks
3: so much for coming in uh, thanks for having me i really <clears> appreciate it.
0: it yep all right uh, thanks to graham cullen uh for producing the podcast every week to my colleagues here at the fnp uh alexander Dacey and john cannon for coming on and talking frederick county sports as always and shout out to my man uh, rob healy over at oakdale high school uh coaching the girls basketball team there Until next week, uh, have a great week, everyone, and we'll see you next time here on The Final Score.